excellent, extremely talented musician, keyboardist, who's uh, done a lot of work, um, who I met when he was working with the Nuclears. He's done a lot of work with them. We've been talking about, you know, well, I mean, he got here a few minutes early, so we were talking about a few other projects that he's working on lately, uh, which I'll get into. But um, basically, I know Sean Spada. I met him through uh, seeing him actually perform, and then uh, I invited him as my keyboardist uh, house band on a couple of shows I did. Which shows? Hi, Sean. Say hi. Hi. How's it going? Which shows did we do? We did that. Well, uh, we did the. Uh, oh, the, now I forget what you called it, but uh, the, it was uptown, you know, in Midtown with the uh, the the theater thing where um, it was the, the comedians. It was the the uh, the game show thing. The game show. It. Oh, that was unbelievable. I can't believe I can remember that. Yeah. That was great. That was called um that was called Who's the Biggest Asshole? Right, right. That Who's was the- when we that was the first one we did together. Yeah, yeah. And then it got renewed and it was really funny. It was a game show where I went around uh and uh interviewed asked this panel to find out who had done like the worst bullshit in their entire life. Oh. I had a theme song. And and had a great theme song. (laughs) Yeah, it did, that you wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to sing it? Uh, You know, I think I forget how the... I have a recording somewhere, but I... I can even remember the name of the show. So good. No, it was a really good show, because remember, I got called back to do another one, and... Uh, yeah, and then you. I was thinking also about that um, other show, where I gave out awards for, like, just... You know, going to bed on time and oh, bullshit right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The e- ego, ego, Doctor Lisa's ego challenge, championship awards. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. And now you're you're really busy, so uh, I we haven't had time to work together. Mm. But uh, we're all. It's busy. all right. It's all right. It's all right. You're here now. That's I am. The most important thing. We've been trying to get you on the show for a while. So, um, let's see. So today we are going to uh, discuss how things are going in your life. And then I'm going to ask you about girls. Because I always ask you about girls, right? Don't we always talk about who you're dating? Yeah. Yeah. Like you I mean, dating, to, you know, I mean, that's... Are, there's only a couple we, people I've dated. Can, you know, I, but say, I, can I say it this way? Who you're <clears throat> fucking? Well... <laughs> Oh, can we say that on the radio? That's good. Can you this do that? Is, this yeah. is internet this radio. Is, this is about as 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 wild wild west as radio gets. Oh, fucking and that's great! That's what we're proud of here <laughs> at Radio Free Brooklyn. You can not even just say fuck. You can mm-hmm. say motherfucker. Wow. You, you, you know even, the thing is, I've been reading Miles Davis's autobiography. Oh, really? And he he uses the word motherfucker at least three or four times on every page. And I, I looked it up. I think the the count is like he, he uses the word like. 1300 times or something like that really yeah because it's like mother everything's a motherfucker that gig was a motherfucker that player was a motherfucker that situation was a motherfucker that motherfucker was a motherfucker (laughs) you know it's funny because that gets to a point where it's not even good english anymore because your your use of language is so repetitive you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. not even about whether you're saying a bad word or not it's more about um you know you, you have to make your sentences more I don't know. That's, you know, I, I think people don't <coughs> listen to you when you say the same words over and over. It's not good writing. It's not. Well, I mean, and then there's the whole issue of, like, how, you know, people using text messages and talking on the Internet in a kind of slang has uh, infiltrated into. or what have you into how people talk in their normal discourse right. and right. all of that. But really, is that any different than it's ever been? 
people just like to complain about shit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, we're all here to let off steam. Fuck uh, yeah. So, but Miles Davis isn't really being, eva- hasn't, isn't ever really going to be evaluated on his ability to write books, right? I mean, that's not part of what's necessary for him to be an icon. No. I mean, it's not even bad writing in his case. I mean, yeah. the way the book reads is he's just talking, uh, he's just relating he's what had, happened, but that's just like the way he speaks is just like... Hey, he's know. had a really fucked up life, right? Um, actually, well, his father actually was, um fairly well off his father was a dentist and actually like helped him out a lot um even in uh like the late 40s and early 50s when miles davis was like doing a lot of drugs his dad like helped him out and gave him money yeah i mean it was still like they were still a black family so you know it's he still had that to deal with he has a lot of things to say about the racism that was going on at the time but he didn't come from like a a poor family you know what so let me ask you about drugs um Mm -hmm. uh do you have any? No. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say. After the show. <laughs> what I was going to say is, um, why are musicians always associated with drugs? Like, why? Like, I think about this, right? Mm-hmm. So I think about if I do, like, <laughs> some kind of, you know, show, comedy, or talking, or interview show, or something like that, right? Um, you, you can't really be, like, wasted because, I mean, you can be a little wasted, but you can't be, like, really wasted because you you don't know what's coming you don't know what you're going to do next but i have this theory that like if if you're a musician you get up there and then you like if you're like the rolling stones like what the fuck you could be like so wasted it's just the same song over and over and over is that why or can you can, can you comment on that uh well i mean i think i think the reason that musicians and uh creative types or what have you in general are associated with drugs is because well, I mean, people like that uh, tend to do drugs, and I think <clears throat> the reason why is because when you're being creative, it, it's like a certain way of looking at the world, and you're like very engaged with the world, and engaged with going on with what's going on in the world. But at the same time, you're kind of putting yourself outside of society in a way, or you're like looking, you're not looking at the day to day as much. You're trying to like get at something more, for lack of a better word, like in the moment. In the moment, but also like uh, transcendent, which sounds pretentious, but yeah. I, but I think I think that that someone who does stuff like that, you also tend to fall in with doing drugs because um, it's kind of like the I think maybe for some people it's also like the slog of day to day life. It's kind of like a drag, you because know, and you're kind of like living someplace else in your head, and so. You mean because yeah. you think that, like, when you play, when somebody plays music, they're more removed from their bodies, say, than other art forms. I mean, every 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 creative art form has like their drugs and alcohol and all that, but mm-hmm. music seems particularly prone to that. I was just, yeah. I mean, I think it's also something of a cliche where people people will pull out certain examples of like famous musicians who have you know done a lot of drugs or had drug problems. But then, like, it, obviously, like, not everyone is like that, so... Yeah, and also, I guess, like, if you're a visual artist or a writer and you've got your drug problems, well, you're at home with your drug problems. Whereas, right. like, if you're a musician, you're pretty much in public with your drug problems because yeah. that's where you make your art. Okay, well, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to find... I'll have to, like, you know, have I was to actually thinking about this the other day, but, like, it's one of these things where my... I kind of 
have when I think about this, but I haven't totally worked out my thoughts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, <laughs> well, great. That's what we. That's why. That's why we're we're having this conversation. Yeah. Work out our thoughts. What What were you going to say? Oh no, that that's it. Uh, you you mean you've you've been thinking about you mean this? Is I was talking to someone else. Someone else I was talking to too. brought this up the other day, and then like when I went to say something, I realized oh I I. I feel what I think about this, but I need to think about it more in order to, like, explain it in a coherent fashion, you know? Oh, okay. So we'll have to have... Well, think about it, and we'll have you back on and go over it again. So uh, we've hung out a lot, right? Oh, and also, Sean, people, people, Sean takes care of our uh, nasty-ass bitch dog. She's when fine. We're, She's fine. When, when Phil and I go out of town very often, um, that's another thing. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere lately. But um, yeah, the dog, our dog actually really likes you. Yes, you know? we've developed a rapport. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you stay at our place and we're not there, have you ever, like, gone through our shit? Honestly, you can tell me. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean I've looked. Have I've you looked, ever put on my yeah. underwear? Anything like that? You can tell me. Uh, yes, but I don't take pictures, so. Oh, well, yeah. that's okay. You just enjoy it in the moment. Yeah, yeah. I have really crappy old underwear pretty much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, except for that one pair, but. And then there's a few strappy things you like. Mm-hmm. How about Phil's underwear? No, I don't touch that. <laughs> that's gross, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've definitely walked through your apartment and, like, looked at the stuff, but, like, uh. But you haven't, you know, like, I try not to really? go through people's drawers, yeah. Why? Because you've got other things to do. Yeah. And sit around and do that. Well, it's almost like reading someone's diary or, like, whatever. Because, like, you see, and, like, you see someone's diary. I mean, I don't know. People don't really have, like, diaries that are, like, written down books anymore, maybe. But if you see it, of course, you feel, you know, like, if you're going out with someone or whatever, or you're friends with someone, and, like, you see, like, their thing there that's, like, lying there. Of course, you always think, like, oh, like, you kind of want to open that and, like, read it, right? Right. But... Um, because it would give you like a certain insight into them, uh, right. or what have you. But right. also, it's it's kind of like a transgression, and like you realize, like, oh, well, you wouldn't want somebody doing that to you. So, so you have morals? Oh my god! Don't we all have morals? <laughs> it's just a matter of what your morals are, you know. So, yeah. Well, so so we, you know, well, no, I'm I'm ragging on you. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm busting busting your balls, busting your chops, whatever you want to call it. Um. So. Was there anything? Okay, tell me one thing, one more thing, and then we'll talk about you, because that's why, why why you came here, so, at least on the surreptitiously. <laughs> so, um, is there anything about that you found in our apartment, or occurred to you, or thought about while you were in our apartment that surprised you? You know, like a book, huh. or, or <clears throat> like something, you know, so maybe something in our medicine cabinet. Was there that, anything that was like, huh. oh, I didn't think they would have this. I didn't think, you know, Lisa or Phil would wear this. Have you thought anything occurred to you? No, I don't. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing out like surprised me. Like it all like it made sense. Like I feel like when I met you, I didn't necessarily imagine in my head what your apartment would look like. Right. But then when I went there the first time, I thought to myself, "This is totally what her apartment is like." And Everything uh-huh. seems to hang together pretty well. I really like your apartment. Oh, thanks. Well, that's good. Thanks. So, so we're pretty predictable. That that that's no. Whatever. Not predictable, but but <laughs> no, um, uh, coherent. Yeah, consistent. How's <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, consistent. consistent. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So so um, let's let's talk about you, Sean. Let's just 
shine this light on you now. <laughs> um, so it seems like, um, you know, I do genuinely people. I mean, Sean is, like, so talented, really, really. He's a really good keyboardist. He can play anything. I mean, really. Um, and uh, so uh, thing, I want to hear, like, what, what you've been working on lately. Um, yeah, well, you know, I'm involved in a whole bunch of things. Um, so, like, for example, this weekend, because there's Halloween coming up, um, on Saturday, I'm playing two different shows. So one is with one band I've been playing in, uh, which is called, well, it's written No Ice, but it's pronounced Noise, like like a mispronunciation of, oh, of the man. word nice. I hope they're from like some fucking foreign country. No, no, we're from uh, Jamie, the, uh, the lead singer who writes the songs, grew up in, in New York, in, uh, in Brooklyn. And, um, uh, and actually, we just, we just did an album at this place, uh, oh. this studio, um, uh, called Mama Coco's Funky Kitchen, uh, <laughs> which is actually right across from Shea Stadium, if anyone knows oh, where that is. Wow. Um, uh-huh. But we're doing a Bowie set, David Bowie cover. Because, you know, on Halloween, yeah. like, everyone does, uh, you know, cover sets. All the bands are, like, being a different band. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that, I'm playing uh, with this band I play in called The Bottom Dollars, and we're playing at the Knitting Factory doing a set of My Morning Jacket songs. Oh, wow. And I was just down in New Orleans uh, with The Bottom Dollars, and um, wow. we played oh, in New Orleans and Tuscaloosa. Wow. Uh, so that's uh, some wow. of what I've been doing. Well, yeah. you're saying that in such a, um, Sean, you're 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 not bragging. You're 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 uh, you're you're consciously not bragging. I, 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 I guess. Just have to, <laughs> see, I have to comment on everything here. Yeah. I have to comment on on the emotional content. Of I mean, I don't know. I mean, I play music, so like this is the stuff I do. Like I don't know. It's no, just, it's, it's cool. I've never been to New Orleans. Was it? Was that? Hmm. Have you been there before? I was there once before. On a tour, like, um, two or three years ago when I was on tour. And actually on that tour, um, I, I was playing with three different bands. We were all what? three different. It was like the Nuclears, the Bottom Dollars, and this other band uh, I was in called Death Row Tall. And, uh, you know, we all knew each other, and we went on this tour together. Mm-hmm. So we were down I in New Orleans. New Orleans is great. Yeah, I've heard. I know somebody, Shanali I'll never say her last name right, Bonick, Bonick, Tigers and Indians? Have you, or tiger, She's Indian. Mm-hmm. Monkeys and Tigers. No, I don't know that. Oh, okay. She's a really good musician. She's she's really great. Um, and she got married down. She had a wedding down down there. Cool. Yeah. Actually, I have a friend. Uh, I have two friends from high school who live down there, and one of them they live in this house that they bought, but it's it's a large house. Um, but it's like a friend of mine was actually like, oh, like it's almost like a punk squat, which it kind of is, but like they own it and it's upkept, but it's uh, it's just full of like. Uh, crazy stuff. It's like, it's like if your apartment was on ecstasy. Oh. There's just like stuff everywhere. Uh, and it's really cool and it's like there's always like a couple people live there but then there's also like people always coming in and out and like oh, when we wow. went down there there was like how many of us were there? There was like 10 of us wow. who were like on this like little tour and uh, like we all like stayed there. And they had a chicken coop in the front. Wow, that sounds cool. That's another thing about musicians. If you have an intimacy problem, the kind that I do, you can't be in a band because that means you have to be around other people all the time. Well, is being around people really the same as intimacy? I I said that particular type of intimacy problem. Right. You know, I mean, that's not a, that's, I mean, there's so many levels, but that's one like where, where you have to actually be in the presence of another human. Right where you have no control over it. Like, that makes yeah. me crazy. Well, it's actually, it's funny, like, any time that you're, and not just in bands, but, like, any time that, like, you're 
Well, you've lived with other people, right? You live with the nuclears. Yeah. Uh, but, like, any time that you're in, like, a small group of people, it's like, mm-hmm. and you're all friends, but if you're around the same people for, like, days and days, they, they, it's just funny because, like, you always see eventually there's a point where, like, no one's, like, really talking, but no, no one's angry. It's just, like, you get tired of, like, the same stuff and everyone kind of, like, wow, you goes stop, off into you their stop own. making an effort. Wow. Although sometimes I think it would be cool to be, like, in a band or... I guess it's a balance that everybody tries to have. Yeah. So, so you were living with the nuclears, and, mm-hmm. and you, that's crazy to live with a band. What year is, is it? This? See, people always say this, but like, I don't know, like people that's do that. That's the 1970s. Time, right? Is it? I guess. Did you guys ever all do acid together? Uh, with them, no. I mean, I've like done that with other people, you know. Like in a band. <laughs> yeah. What's that like? <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, doing acid. I mean, like you. Doing like all go at off. a show? It's, um, no, I mean, I think I've definitely played shows when I was on stuff like that when I was younger. <laughs> 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 now I try to avoid doing shows like when I'm on anything like that. 12 or 13. That extreme. Yeah. Uh, 12 adults, just no. Uh, you know, that what were you like as a teenager? Were you like, you, I picture you being like really like a pain in, pain in the ass rebellious. Like the quiet. No, what, not at all. I, I was, think you were like. I think that you uh-huh. were like. Kind of, your parents probably thought you were okay, but you were doing all sorts of really, like, bad things. Um, no, I think when I was a teenager or whatever, I was, um, I mean, for a while I was kind of, like, pudgy and stuff. I think when I, when, I, when I was in high school, I was in a band with some guys, um, but I wasn't, like, really, like, getting in trouble or anything. And actually, the last two years I was in high school, like, every Saturday I was taking music classes that, um, they had this, like, pre-college program for, like, high school students and okay. stuff at Juilliard so I was coming in and doing uh, that and I mean I was definitely like you know drinking and doing drugs or whatever when I was in high school but I wasn't like getting in trouble and stuff all the time oh huh yeah. I got into the heavy that's stuff nice. once I got to college you know oh. that's, that's, that's what that time is for right right like, right, right. <laughs> so you were pretty diligent which is why you're hmm. such a uh, accomplished musician today I suppose I don't know so how are you feeling about um, how you're <coughs> and you're you 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 audition, or you're going to audition for a cruise ship? Um, well, that's one thing. Well, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. So, like, I don't, I don't know. But um, I do have this. I found a thing, so I'm going to audition to like possibly like go on a cruise ship. And play don't you down, think? Go. Like, I mean, it sounds like a great gig, and I really hope you get it because I think it'll be great. But mm-hmm. don't you think it's going to be like totally weird to be on a cruise? Well, the thing is, I've been on a lot of cruises because um, when I was a kid, my mom and my grandmother were like super into cruises. Like, this is their uh. shit. Uh, so when I was a kid, like I went on a bunch of cruises, and they're, um, it's cool. Although there's very, like, I don't know, you know, David Foster Wallace, he's got yeah. that great yeah, essay yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. it, a uh, supposedly fun thing that I'll never do again. And it's funny because, like, when I was a kid going on cruises, I was always like, it's cool to be on a boat and you're on the ocean, right? Which uh-huh. is awesome. Um, but it's also, like, a little, as you get older, you're like, this is, like, so suburban and boring and, like, middle class. Because you're not meeting anybody. Like, you know, everyone who's on the cruise is, like, either, like, you know, a retiree for the most part or, like, okay. newlywed. So you're kind of, like... You know, if you're like 13 or 14, it's kind of just like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. Um, but he, in that essay, it's like all the stuff that I thought when I was a kid, only he went on the cruise as an adult. So he like, right. I was, I'm like, oh, like oh, that's all the stuff that I thought, but like never like really like sat right. down, like put together. But well, he's like, cruises always feel to me like it's not for adventurous people. I don't know. Maybe if I went it, on a cruise, I wouldn't think that. Yeah. But. I mean, the. I guess you have to be a little bit adventurous just to get on the goddamn boat. Yeah. I'm also really um, paranoid about throwing up. Yeah, I mean, see, I never had a problem. I mean, first of all, like, 
it's not like you're on like a navy ship or like <laughs> or like a fishing like a little fishing boat. Like uh-huh. those things are stabilized pretty well. Like so you still now. you still feel like the but you the know when people get those viruses on the boats like that that I've had nightmare literally nightmares about being on like a cruise ship where everybody gets like that disease and they're oh legionnaires disease uh, throwing or. up all over that's happened several times I mean but you you've got like a, a group of people that are in a closed location so that's going to happen every once in a while I there know. was that guy in it was the, the the captain in Italy who like ran the boat aground you remember this it was like a couple yeah, years ago yeah, like yeah. that's like well you can always throw up over over I guess if you're in the water you just don't throw up over, over yeah over, it doesn't have to be in the Boat. Yeah. Once I was on a cruise, like standing next to my mom, and she was like looking down over the railing, like at the water in the Caribbean, and like her glasses fell off. And it was like, oh, and no. she was like, so the, for the rest of the cruise, she had to wear her like prescription sunglasses that she had. You know. <laughs> and now every time I'm in a situation where I'm like on like, you know, like you go off on like you know, you know Bushwick, I like, can go on the roofs in the building or whatever. I'm on a roof and I'm like looking down at the ground. I'm always just like, oh my, my glasses. <laughs> Traumatized. That that was, that scarred you. I don't know if it scarred me, but it's it's put the thought in my head constantly. It's like, what if I lose? Well, that? that's a scar, isn't is it? it? <laughs> so, um, so mm-hmm. that sounds like you're uh, you're. Are you happy about how the music thing is progressing? It feels progr- like it's progressing, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I've just yeah. been doing um, a yeah. lot of different things, which is good. Playing with a lot of different people, that's and uh, I've been playing. You're feeling good about who that. else? Because I yeah, because yeah, uh, I want to give. And I've been playing with this guy, uh, Strange Magic. Uh-huh. Uh, we play at this bar, um, Bell Rev, in uh, in Manhattan, in oh, Tribeca. Yeah. It's kind of like a oh, blues yeah, thing. Yeah. You've been doing that for a while, too, right? Yeah, it's on Tuesday nights. I don't always do it, um, mm-hmm. but he always, like that's his gig, so like I that's sit in like half the time. Nights. I'm in M- Manhattan. Which oh, time does it start? <laughs> it starts at like 10.30, so I don't know. <laughs> um, my group is over at like 8.30. They yeah, never stay out late. Yeah, this is like a 10.30 to 1.30 gig. So. <laughs> oh, well, you know me. I go to bed really early. Mm. That's why I never have any fun, because I'm in bed by like... You have a different kind of fun. <laughs> what, like an early night fun? <laughs> Early fun. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of fun. <laughs> the kind of fun that you have, like like breakfast. Like right. the way breakfast is fun, and uh, late nights, as opposed to late night snacks. Right. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the girls, because that's always fun. <laughs> so so who are you... Who, who are you... Who are, who are you sleeping with, Sean? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, well, I'm not really like, okay, sleeping so, with anyone right so now. We, we had talked about this a while ago. Yeah. That we, I was gonna, we were going to talk about, because, see, the thing is, it's like um, you, you've actually, you've actually uh, had interactions with people that you've met, like, on the Internet. So you were going right. expl- <clears> to <throat> explain all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so how have you been meeting... How you been meeting the ladies recently? Which technique do do you use? <laughs> which which application? Well, let me see. Let, let me see how I can. What I want to say about this. Well, you know what it was is like maybe like a year ago. Yeah, because was it like October? Like like maybe like a year ago. Like, so, like a friend of mine was like, "Oh, like Sean, like you should really just like go." Uh, like the computer dating thing and like do that like what do you have to lose and I was always like oh like that's so stupid because like most people you know people that I've dated or like you know gone out with and what have you like you like you meet in life in real person you know and that, yeah. that always works yeah and I was like, like I've always been I'd always thought oh, like that's stupid like going on the internet like it's it's weird it's weird I just want people to know like you did have a girlfriend for a while yeah, that I, I met and how right. did you meet her this is, you know, mutual life. friends you know in life 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Life. Yeah. There you go. I mean, like, and that's how like I've met like most girlfriends most of the that girlfriends. or all girlfriends that I've had. You know, just people that you meet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought like the internet dating thing was just like I just like, thought it was weird because you know if you're like you're going out and like you're doing your thing and you're living your life and you meet someone, it's like oh, okay, like clearly I have something in common with this person. Or you can get to know them. Uh, you know, at first, like, socially or what have you. And the whole internet dating thing just, like, seemed weird to me. Uh, but then a friend of mine was saying, like, oh, no, you should really try this, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you have to lose? And um, and eventually I just thought, you know, I mean, first of all, I thought, like, fuck it. Then also I thought, you know, here's a thing that I've never done before, so I'm kind of curious, like, what it's like. Right. Uh, although that makes me feel, like, a little queasy because then it also sounds like I'm just, like, running, like, a social experiment, which, but, you know, whatever, but... Um, and I also oh, thought, like, but also it's like, you know, so many people I know would be like, and also when I went out on dates with girls from the computer, they'd, you know, so it's like, what are you going to talk about? So it'd be like, oh, like, how long have you been, like, on the computer dating thing? And they're all, <laughs> and some of these people would be like, oh, yeah, like, I was, I've been on this, like, for, like, the last 10 years. And I was like, whoa, like, that's weird. But it's, I also thought, well, this is a thing that people our age, like, are doing or, like, my age are doing. And that'd be good just to, like experience it and like see what it was like because i was curious mm-hmm. so yeah so so yeah you sound a little uncomfortable about um talking about about it do you feel like as 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 a therapist so do mm. you feel like um do you feel like a little bit like you're judging yourself or that's the sense i'm getting and i don't want you to that's why i'm saying oh that's fine um or do does everyone just feel like that a little bit? Maybe. Well, probably everyone does, but I guess. I, well, you, you know, I, I went on the thing, to. and like I went. So there, there was about We're looking like for good radio here. So right. don't worry about. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> uh, you know, th- there was about like three or four months where I like um, was actually like actively doing that, and like went out with a bunch of people. You know, like slept with a bunch of people, and like whatever. Um, and I kind of did it just to sleep with them. To, well, yes, obviously. Uh, which is fine, but then also just to like see what it was like because I've never really been the kind of person that was like doing that, going out and like like you know sleeping. actively sleeping around with like different people. Like uh-huh. I've always been like a uh-huh. you know right, right, find right. people I like and like that's great. Yeah, um, but it's so, really it must be. I mean, the, the expectations when you meet somebody through is it a Tinder thing? No, no, I was just using OkCupid. Okay How about Tinder? No, I won't do that. No, yeah, I find that weird because. Like, there's nothing wrong if, like, other people want to do that. And, like, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with people just being, like, oh, like, I just, like, want to get laid. But um, it's not for you. It, it's, yeah, I find something odd about that. And it's, it's yeah, so, so yeah. let's talk about one of the, let's talk about one, think of one example that would be a good one to talk about that kind um, uh, where you met somebody and you slept with them. Can, can you think of what, no names. Or no, I yeah. don't even know her name. Um, I mean, I knew their names at the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is a test. Well, we don't um, want to know their names. No, of course not. Of course. Well, I mean, like, like one person, like, um, I went out with them and it was fine. And it's, it's a weird thing. So you're going in and like, you kind of know what a person looks like, right? Cause they have pictures on the computer and whatnot. Right. Um, but then also it's like, so then you meet them and of course nobody looks like, a picture because every picture is just like a moment in time, right? right. So everybody, any picture of like you is mm-hmm. you, but at the same time, it's not, you know, knowing right. you in person is like different. Right, right. Uh, which is one thing. So, like, as soon as you meet someone, you're immediately like being like, oh, like, 
how much they like look like their picture. And I'm not even talking about like whether they're they're like hot or not. It's just right. like it's like anyone it's, like that. It's like it's, when you see a famous person. Exactly. You know, so if you person, see like a picture right. of Brad Pitt or like um you yeah. know or the president whomever, and yeah. then you see them in real life, they're going to be different because then you and it's not just. Uh, like their face or how they look, it's also you're getting all this additional information, like how they're carrying themselves, how right. they present themselves, how right. they talk, their speech patterns, and all this shit. Right. So you're kind of like, it's weird because you're trying to like, you know, one always wants to come off well, usually to other people, but then you're, so you're, you're doing that, but you're also kind of like evaluating them. Um, <laughs> and it's, a, and it's all weird. And then you're also trying to figure out like, so like what's going on here, you know, like, because, like, some people you – know, there's a couple of people I went on with dates where, like, you know, you just kind of immediately, like, okay, like, I don't want to sleep with this person. But, like, I'm still going to, like, hang out here and, like, talk to them for an hour and a half because it's just interesting to meet other people. Oh, you know, okay. it's interesting to meet strangers uh, or people that you might not meet. Right. You know, because, like, whatever – you know, if I'm doing music all the time, you meet, like, a certain group of people. Right. Which is, like, large. But then there's all these other people out in the world that, like, you're not – that you only would right. meet this way. Right. Um, right. But anyway, like, yeah, like, I went out with this one girl, and then it was, like, really, like, cold outside, and we ended up going, like, seeing someone I know play, and then we ended up like, going back to my apartment and, like, sleeping together or whatever, but, um, or and I was, it? like, fine. But then, like, th- this individual got, like, really clingy, like, really fast. It, it was it, it, it was strange. Um, and, like, what do I mean by clingy? It was, like, I only I only went out with her twice or three 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 times oh okay but um but it was like she immediately like wanted to like hold my hand as we're walking down the street and like and the thing was if i was like totally into her that would have been fine but like i was kind of like i don't know and like she was kind of like overdoing it but then pressuring you didn't you feel pressure i did feel pressure and also because like i I, it was not good and it was also like i'd already been thinking to myself like oh like like this was cool but like i don't think like this isn't for me right right see the the thing is i hate saying that because it makes it sound like i'm like putting the other person down which i'm not though but like see and i know but like that's how it comes off and i know that it's i see i know what i'm saying is fine but i still feel like oh like i don't want to come off like i'm like you know knocking anyone because like i'm sure sure people that went out with me were like oh that guy like did this weird thing or whatever i'm sure somebody says that to me about me but you're not you're not no one's no one's no one's saying is this a non-judgmental space no but you're (laughs) the one who's judging you i don't think anyone's yeah. Well, see, here's the thing that I think is really tr- tricky. And mm-hmm. I, I just have to say, by the way, that this is Radio Free Brooklyn, and it's the greatest radio station in the entire Western Hemisphere. And I just want everyone to know that they're listening to it. And it's it's a really great station. And I'm Dr. Lisa, and this is Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit with uh, musician Sean Spada coming to a cruise ship near you. Um <laughs> So, um, see, here's the weird thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this is what society says, and this is where we all have to work it out, we'll fit in. Society says that all men, and I don't think this is, I know I'm an old lady, but this has not changed. This is sadly not changed enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all women, all men want to get laid, and all women want a boyfriend. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. And, and even though, like, there is something to that, um, but a lot of people assume that. So a lot of times men, I think, feel a lot more self-conscious when they say reject, if you call it reject, don't right. want, they reject a woman. Um, and Well, it's also a thing, though, where, like, 
like another societal stereotype or even maybe it's true is that like, you know, women are more concerned with their appearance because that's how women are evaluated in our society, right. whereas men don't have to worry about that quite as much. Da, 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 da. So when you start saying like, oh, like I wasn't into this person or, and it's like, oh, like if you're – it's a whole thing. So then, so then you're assumed that you're superficial because she wasn't pretty enough. Well, it's not even that. I mean – yeah, it's like, you, like, are you being superficial? But it's also like, it was also like her personality. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. Let me get oh, to this. Okay. Is that I was talking to her and, um, you know, and she's telling me about how, you know, she's been seeing like her psychiatrist or what have you for like, mm-hmm. you know, many, many years. And I, my patients. <laughs> um, for many years. And she's like, she's going through all like her various problems and she's like telling me all this stuff. And then she's telling me that uh, she's, um, taking hormones because, like, she's donating eggs to her uh, sister who, like, has, like, a problem or whatever and all this stuff. And then – so then, like, when she – the way that she – this person acted – so then I'm thinking, like, oh, like, maybe it's because you're on these hormones. But then, like, that – that I also – like, which is, like, a real thing, right? Because if you're taking hormones, like, any hormone that you take is going to affect your personality. Acting like – But, but then I'm like, oh, like – Needing. Needing and all this stuff. Just, but then I'm like, yeah. oh, like, that's, like, so, like, fucking horrible because – you're saying, like, oh, you're a girl, and you're, like, on these hormones, and you're being so girly. You know, it's just, like, kind of, like, offensive you're in a way. A cra- you're yeah. being a crazy Right. There's crazy a way in which. Bitch. Right. Not bitch. Not bitch. But, like, it's crazy. But then you don't want to say, and I, you know, and, like, crazy is a word where it's, like, is one of these overused words. Uh, with in, women. In, well, with women and in society in general, where it's, like. You know, because you could colloquially say, like, whoa, like, look at what just happened. That's crazy. You know, be like, man, that chick was crazy. But, like, you're not. Yeah, right. You know. Well, you've, 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 you've white guy pressure, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> no, because you know what I mean? Like, what you're, this is how I'm hearing what you say. What you say is a lot of, I mean, I think, I, I love that you're sensitive and want to do the right thing. Love mm-hmm. that. But I also am hearing that you're um, feeling guilty for just your normal feelings or, or not, you know, or, or, you know, I don't know, guilt is a word, but, you know, that you have to explain them or comment, whatever. Well, you, you know, know what it's, I, mean. I think it's also that, <clears throat> like I said, I mean, I've always been the kind of person that, like, you know, like, uh, I mean, sure, like, there's people that, like, I've slept with, whatever, but, like, mm-hmm. what I... I'm usually drawn towards, like, oh, like, being in a relationship with someone, right? And, like, I don't really mm-hmm. feel, uh, have usually have felt the need to, like, always be going out and, like, sleeping with a bunch of t- different people. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, at this time, because of various things that happened, I thought, hey, like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let's try doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, why not? And I think it was this thing yeah. where I was, like, on the one hand being, like, oh, like, this is good because I'm trying this thing. But I'm also, like, but, you know, I've been me for years and I know myself. And, like, I know that, like... The, it was almost like not like I was betraying myself, but like it was kind of like every time I'd meet someone, I'd be like, "Man, like I know what's going to happen here, which is that like I can like totally sleep with this person, and I'm going to, but like I kind of like don't care." And I'm like, so then I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" I don't know. It's a whole. So you know, you thing. don't feel good. I think you. I mean, you don't feel you feel good at the time, but you don't feel like it's who you want to be. Maybe. Right. But here, but here's the thing. So. Mm-hmm. You you go out on a date with this these women, and they know you're going to sleep with them, and you know you both. Well, know. you know when you're, you're with someone, eventually, like you you don't say anything, but you reach the point where like you you know everyone you're, knows what's going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, because you met on a, a website called OK Cupid that has a there's a hint right there. Right. 
So anyway, um, but are you you're talking about sleeping with somebody you'd like on the first date, right? Are you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't want to. I just want to be clear. Like it's not like uh-huh. you've already taken. Like if you went out on like three dates with four dates, and uh-huh. then you slept with them, that would be a whole other. Yeah. So. Right. So, but then, like, what I'm curious about what what I think I think a lot of women, and I'll probably. If, if 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 I if anyone is actually listening to this, I'm sure there'll be there'll be. I, I would say I'd get hate mail, but that means I'd have to get mail to begin with. But um, I think that women struggle with the concept, and I, young women today still struggle with the concept that women are generally, I believe, built to feel an emotional. Um, I don't know what the word is, commitment, attraction, desire uh, for the person in a, hetero, in a heterosexual way, in heterosexual relationships. Uh-huh. They, the person they have sex with, whether, no, whether they think they are into them or not, after they have sex, I think they do kind of chemically want to have want to have more of a relationship are more likely to yeah, want to I see mean, them again. Right. I mean, that, that's what I've read. I, I'm not a woman, I, so I can't I, say, but like, I, I think that, I think my understanding is like, like, yeah, that's a thing, you know, it's, I think that's very true. Cause I'll tell you, I think I've told you this, like, I mean, you know, when I, when I was young, no, I mean, I've, I've been in that scenario a few times where I was just like, here's like a, a nice harmless guy. And I haven't had sex in a while. And, you know, I'm not going to, get into him and it'll just be like I'll have sex and everybody go home right and then I'll be like how come he didn't ask for my phone number right whereas like beforehand I was like I'm never gonna see him again I mean I think that's also just a thing with like it's a human thing in general it's like even if you don't you know even if you don't care about what like somebody thinks about you or like even if you like say you meet someone professionally uh huh. Uh, in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. uh, and then like you know, and then like they never like get back to you about something. And even if you're like, well, I don't even like want to work with that person. I kind of like don't like their slant on like whatever our professional shit is. But you're still kind of like, but I'm cool. So like they they should be what the, what the fuck, right. <laughs> you know, you know. Even if you don't care what they think. So do you think what I mean? What I'm saying is like I wonder, and you know more young women in this manner than I do so I'm just saying like do you think that women are not honest or do you think people do you think women are more vulnerable in your experience do you think women are more vulnerable to actually like get digging the guy that they fuck after they're done fucking them than men are with women no I mean I think oh jeez I mean I don't know I think I mean I hate I hate making generalizations first of all that's what Um, I that's what I deal with no I (laughs) I mean, I think that uh, everybody. I I think that I think that when people discuss this, uh, you know, when there's articles written about this or people are yeah, talking right. about it, like we are. I, right. I think that people like to make a lot of make everything like more narrow than it is. So, like anything that you, that you do, you're going to have a range of thoughts and emotions right, about, it's true. and especially when you're coming to something like love and sex and like all that crap, because right. you know. And so then, if you go to talk about it, right. you know, first of all, like even now, I find when I'm talking about this, like you're kind of, and I'm trying to be unfiltered, but you're still like thinking about how what's about to come out of your mouth is going to make you seem, and you're kind of like. You Both are? trying to play against and like into oh. whatever like the cultural expectations are. Wow! You know. Wow, that's very intellectual. Uh, I mean, I think that I'm, 
I'm like that anyway. I mean, I think that yes. I tend to like, I'm always yes. thinking like, oh, like God, like I just said this, like how does that come across? I mean, right. that's just like how I tend to think or like my personality. So, what have you, so but. yes, yes. So, so yeah, you're, 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 you, there's a little, you've got a really strong super ego. That's what they call it. Oh, is that what that is? That is what it is. <laughs> I thought ego was when like. Super ego. So, oh, oh, the super ego. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what, what does the super ego do? It's the monitor. It's the uh-huh. editor. The what? The like the 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 police police. Huh. The ego police. Does it wear a cape? Um, in your case, probably. Uh huh. <laughs> um, especially on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we could get into that. I don't know if that's interesting. Yeah. Where all the judging comes from, mom, dad. Did did you? What were your parents like as far as like your attitude towards treating girls? Did you get? Were you a sister? I have two sisters. Two sisters. So yeah. did that influence your attitude about? Girls? I mean, it must because when I was growing up, like it was like I mean, my mom is a woman, obviously, and then like yeah, I have two sisters, and also like my grandmother lived with us at the time, so uh, so I'm sure that must have influenced. Something I definitely, you know, I definitely, I will say this though, most, not all, but most of my like closer friends are like tend to be girls. Hmm. Um, I usually feel more comfortable being around the females, yeah, or like I can be, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. because then you don't have to do all that bullshit dude stuff, yeah. And it's a thing, and like if you're ever like talking to like, well, see, you're not a dude, so you can't know, but (laughs) but like the way that dudes talk, there is like a way that guys talk that like is, like, kind of, like, dumb and that I find stupid. But then uh-huh. it's almost like this, like, ingrained cultural thing where it's hard to um, yeah, it's get like out of that. And if all of a sudden – I feel like that there's uh, guys I know where even if we're, like, friends or, like, I've known each other for a while, if I was to all of a sudden speak or, like, talk about stuff in as frank or, like, in a way that I do with, like, friends of mine uh, who are girls, they would kind of, like – they'd hear me and it's not – that anything I would say would shock them, but, like, they wouldn't know, like, how to respond because Uh. that's not how they respond usually Mm. to other men. But then what I think to myself is I wonder if other, like, friends of mine who are guys who I, who that's how I perceive them, if they have friends, like, they probably have friends who they talk to who are girls who, like, they're, like, more, like, um, you know, I mean, when I talk to girl, when I talk to friends of mine who are girls, like, I tend to, like, be, like, talk more about, like, my emotions, like, all that shit. Yeah, it's more. Like girls do. Yeah. So, what about your dad? Did did uh-huh. do you? How do you relate to him? Um, well, I mean, my dad's like a really sarcastic guy and uh, very like emotionally closed off. I'd say so. So, um, are you like close to your mom? Is that basically it? Are you like you're uh, just like a mama's boy? Is what we're saying, isn't it? I don't know how who I'm close to in my family. <laughs> I mean, like I'm close to them, but like not. No, but I mean, would you? Would you have like if you get on the phone with your parents? Are you going to have? I don't talk to them on the phone. We don't <laughs> like very rarely. If I call my parents, it's like. Do you, are you in touch with them? Well, yeah, I, mean, I just you, yeah, you're there. yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I see them all the time. I'm, I'm just like I don't. I don't have the relationship with either of them where, like, you would have um, oh, I haven't seen you in a week, so I'm going to get on the phone and, like, talk to you about what's going on in my life, you know, right. for an hour. It's more right. just, like, right. like this happened, that happened, so, blah, blah, blah. So with the girls that you had, um, you know, uh, whatever, semi-anonymous sex with, so did they, did you, how did you, can you, mm-hmm. how did you feel after most of those and how did they feel, do you think? Like, did you wind up feeling responsible for them or... 
pressured by them? One of um, them you did. One of the, yeah, the, the one person I was talking about, the, the, there was an element of that. And then it was the kind of thing where I'm like, all right, like, I really don't want to, like, see this person again. Like, it's just, like, because it's not, you know, yeah. but and then I'm like, oh, like, how do I, like, end this? And then, like, I think what happened was, like, she texted me something, and I was like, oh, man, like, I don't even know, like, how to, like, deal with this right now. So I, like, put it off, which is, like, a bad habit of uh-huh. mine. And then, like, but, but, like, thinking, like, like, oh, man, like, she texted me this thing, but, like, I've got all this stuff to do right now. Like, I'll, ta- like, I'll, I'll text her tomorrow when, like, you know, I've had, like, a night's sleep and, like, my head is clear. And I can think of, like, right. a pol- something polite to say because I don't even, like, how to, like, right. how to handle this. And then, like, when I didn't get back to her for, like, two or three hours, she's like, oh, well, you know, in a text, was like, well, I see, I see what's going on. And I was like, Jesus, like, like, we just met, like, two weeks ago. Like, wow. it's not, you know, I don't know, man. So do you? But I, I, I felt really bad. I was like, I don't know, like, because I don't so know. after you so after you sleep with them, do you expect like you you may think, oh, I'm not going to see this person again, or I don't know. You're not thinking about it. Do you think they are, or has has it been that has the experience um, been that mostly they are, but you're I not? Mean, I mean, I think some of column A and some of column B, um, but it just made me realize that like because I had always thought like oh like <clears throat> you know I'm a certain way like I like to like. When I meet someone I like, I usually, like, know it pretty soon, and, like, that's that. And then I thought, like, well, maybe I should try doing stuff this other way. But, like, I was like, no, like, my intuition about myself was correct. Like, I I think I've learned that, like, when I when I find someone attractive, you know, like, not just physically, but, like, you yeah. know, there's a certain type of person that I really like right. being around. And it's all about, like, you know, how they're Right. What they're they about. Are. Their whole thing. They're you know, I think I've just been like, oh, like, no, like, I was right. Like, I know. You, you know, know. Yeah. yeah. So that was good that you tried it. So you're not doing that anymore? No. Well, I mean, my, my profile is still there. Like, you know, sometimes people Ladies, send me messages. Yeah. And like, I'm like, still I, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 And if you you don't mind not hearing back from him, you should totally go for it. Yeah. So, so. Uh, so also, like, another thing was, like, I just, like, got a blast out of, like, going through and just, like, reading people's profiles because you really get an insight into, like, how different people want to put themselves over. Because, like, right. some people will say, like, Oh, like, I'm, like, whatever, like, I'm a school teacher, and I grew up here, and I went to school here. I really like to do this hobby, that hobby, and the other <laughs> hobby. You know, it's like, you know, what you like, oh, on Saturday nights I like to do, and it's like, they're, they're very much just like, hey, like, here's a little thing that's all about me. And other people are, like, more elliptical and, like, weird, and, like, some people oh, are, yeah. like, and then there's a whole thing, where, like, a lot of people will have profiles where they're kind of, like, my profile is, like, kind of, like, making fun of, like, the whole thing where right. it's, like, a bunch of questions and you're supposed to answer and all this shit. Right. So it just, and then there's some people that have like these essayish diatribes about like okay so like I I know that I'm gonna get a million messages because of like this one really hot photo where you can almost see my tits and then but da 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 and the whole thing about like psychic connections and like the oh meaning of life God. and like and I feel like I'm mean, like it goes on and on and on it's like paragraphs Whoa. and paragraphs I'm just like so if you're this then like don't message me but like da 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 so you it's think people like phenomenal put, have a lot of uh, pressure have a lot of expectations. Of meeting the right person. I mean, I think it's. I think. I think well, I mean, the whole know, idea of the right person. I mean, like whatever that means. I mean, like. Well, I, they have ex- the whole, yeah, but they have like like I mean, it's all a construct from like movies and stuff. You know, exactly. You know, exactly. and this is not what life is like. I mean, this is something that yeah. I've realized lately is that like you have to, not that I'm that good at this, but you have to be like you know. There's no end game, you know, until you kick the bucket. <laughs> like, yeah, right. But like otherwise, like you have to like, you know, right. evolve as a person and like th- there's no. I mean, anyone who's a thinking person like realizes that, but there's like no one right person for you, and uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and that thing can change, and like it's also like you've got to 
you're, you know, you're going to be on your journey, however that goes. We're so. all on our journey. We're on our journeys. I don't know what fucking. <laughs> I got the wrong roadmap. I think. Um, <laughs> so, so, so you're not doing that anymore. Is that what you're saying? Oh, you're not active. But um, so, are you seeing anybody now? Uh, Let's hear. No, about not it. officially. I mean, I mean, no, 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 I mean, no. no. Now, is it some no. woman going to listen to this and then, like, be on your case later? I can totally imagine it. No, but not Sean, right now. But, Sean, why yeah. didn't you, you – were? I thought we were dating. I thought we were seeing each other. That's uh, not going to happen. No, no. <laughs> why? Because you're not going to tell them? <laughs> or you're going to, like, ruin every radio possibility? No, if, uh, no. I mean, if I was seeing someone, then, like, um, I would tell them I was being on this. But, like, I'm not seeing anybody right now, so. Yeah. Okay, so then that profile. Whatever. Ladies. <laughs> Or whatever. So, so you're just like you've gone back to your your regular method of meeting people. Yes, yes, yeah. But if you go on that cruise, you're going to be gone anyway. Right. I mean, you know. Uh, well, maybe. Well, I mean, there's no. I mean, I don't know if I'm going on the cruise. This is just something I'm like auditioning for, like figuring out. Like, you know, I've this not isn't decided uh... that you're going. <laughs> I'm telling everyone that you're going. Tell them whatever you want. <laughs> Don't you think, like, thinking about a cruise right now seems sort of ironic? Like, I was going to say something about Greece, but then I started thinking, you know, talking about going on a cruise right now seems so, like, wrong. Just the concept of a cruise when all those people are dying from Syria on boats. Like, doesn't there just seem something so morally wrong about it? I mean, I haven't thought of that because I guess that that's, like, a, a boat connection because it's both boats. But, yeah. I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, but isn't there a way, like, any time... You know, if you go to the bar and have a couple of drinks with your friends, like, but p- people are dying in Africa. <laughs> but this is, you know, but like, yeah, but th- this is what the world is like, okay, so unfortunately. Okay, so here's so. what I was thinking. Greek cruise, right? That was the first yeah. thing that came to my mind, right? Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, because that just seems like a likely place to go on a cruise, Greek islands. I want to go. Right. So you're on a cruise on the Greek islands, and then are you going to see, like, all these, like, you're on this boat flying? <laughs> This is so not funny. So you're on this boat, like with this, in your tuxedo with this band, and mm-hmm. everybody's like dancing and drinking and all this fancy stuff. And right. then around, when you look down in the water, there's these like inflatable rafts oh, with like <laughs> hordes of <laughs> children starving and screaming. God. The world is such a sad place. <laughs> it's so fucked up. <laughs> That's not funny, but it makes me anxious. Yeah. No, I, I mean, well, I mean, also, I mean, even, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of, like, a lot of cruises, like, out of New York, like, go down to, like, what, to, like, the Caribbean, like, all those islands, and, like, you know, there's, like, fucked shit down there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I guess some people would say, like, oh, but, like, it's tourism, so it's bringing in money, but, like, you know, you know how much I'm- are you actually helping those people, and, like, where is the money going to, and then, like, you know, you're you're trading on, like, the, the fact that, you know, the, the, you know, in certain places, like, it's so bad that you can, like, pay very little money to people, relatively speaking. Right. You know, like it's, China I, and get certain like things. Yeah, you know, or, like, <clears throat> like I'm, like, really kind of fascinated by North Korea. I think that's a thing, like, uh-huh. there's, like, a certain type of person that's, like, fascinated by that. Or, like, I see people write about it. And it's, like, you, you know, you, you can go on a trip to North Korea. And it's, like, okay, but if you're doing that, in a way, like, you're supporting this, like, really horrific regime. Right. Um, and you're also 
So is that like is that tantamount to supporting it? I mean, like like philosophically supporting it. But then people might argue like, well, but by being exposed to like Westerners, these people are going to like learn about this and that. Or but you, like they're still all being stuck in the, these like prison camps. But you, you can know, I don't also know. bring back information, to other people, and create awareness. It just depends, you know. No right. one, no one can solve all this shit. Not even Donald Trump. So you yeah. just do the best you can. That's how I. That's how I've rationalized it. Yeah, I mean, I think that as long as what you're doing like comes from a good place, and then if things go yeah. bad, then like you. You know, can say like, "Well, that didn't work out." And yeah, I mean, there's so you, much you do what you can. shit. I mean, I, yeah, do the best. I do the best I can. I try to, you know, make 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 the people that I come in contact with, uh, uh, you know, try to be okay with that. Try try to be okay to them. Yeah. So that's that's my my goal is just to get through the day without really upsetting or or getting anybody like really disappointed and angry at me. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of me, so back to me. So you know mm. what? I've had two people come on here and crit- I want to know what you think. Mm. So I've had two artists, Matthew Weinstein, Steen, and David Kramer. I can't believe I'm talking about this again because I was talking about it last week. Yeah. But they criticized me, so now I'm, I'm obsessed with it. So I want to know what you think. <laughs> Why? What did I? I know so, David Kramer. Yeah, yeah. So they said that I was. I was too easy on them. That as an interviewer, that I wasn't aggressive and I wasn't enough like myself, and I threw them too many softballs. Interesting. I mean, no, but like, shouldn't you be that? But you're not like interviewing like political candidates. Like, it's not (laughs) like you have to like. It's not like because like you're not trying. If you have a politician on. They're trying to only present like a certain version of themselves, and I would imagine right. as an interviewer, your job is to like get past that version that they're presenting and find out the things that they maybe don't want you to know or don't want or like the part of them that they don't want to expose. Right. Well, that's- which is how you might have to do that with somebody like that. But like in this setting, if you're aggressive, I feel like it might cause someone to like clam up. You know. Oh, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, but I think you're on something because I was thinking about this over the weekend because you know I hate being criticized because I've you know my self esteem is so uh, volatile. Mm-hmm. I mean, you probably already knew that about me, right? You could tell that, right? <laughs> well, you, you say it a lot, so I don't know. You seem confident enough to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm aware of your lack of self confidence because only through your um, expression of it in speech. I'm not. It doesn't uh, come across in your uh, demeanor. Well, that's because I don't feel like I don't feel threatened by you at all. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so no. Uh, so uh, anyway, um, so yeah. these two guys. I was thinking about they both. They both have artists, and maybe like David. I don't. Maybe they have egos that make me uncomfortable. And so I think that maybe they would be, we were both a little uncomfortable, and maybe what they wanted was for to me to be like, you know how some people are like that? This, these are mm. the people that I always have the hard time with, the people that want, want you to be kind of mean to them. There's a lot of guys like that with big egos where they, you want them to say, like, I've done this like where you where, with somebody once, this one guy I got comfortable enough with, and I said, I don't have to take that shit off of you. Right. You, that kind of thing. Interesting. See, yeah, I that that's definitely a type of person, and like I've met and known people like that. That I don't like that though, because like somebody's like, I have to take that shit from you. I'm just like, what shit? Like, I'll, I'll just leave. Like, I'd rather have like a kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. So I think I'm, I'm the kind of person that pe- when people first meet me, they're like, oh, like, he's shy or, like, he doesn't talk a lot. But it's like, but if I'm comfortable with you, like, I have a lot to say. Like, right. You need to have a dialogue. Right. <laughs> I don't want to have some right. adversarial thing that's just like right. – Because you know, if somebody wants um, – you know, if somebody, like, wants you to be, like, adversarial with them, it's kind of like – it's making it all about them. It's like, I want you I to fight me so I can show you that I can beat you. And it's like, fuck that shit. Oh, yeah. See, that's really helpful to put it that way. That makes a lot of sense because that's what I think is going on. I think that um, – so you know what I think I'm going to do? This was my idea. I had this over the weekend when I was high. Um, so I was thinking, you know what I'm going to do the next time somebody like that comes on here? Mm-hmm. And you're not like that. That's yeah. why we get along. Right. <laughs> uh I'm going to say to them, okay, I'm going to go into, I think you have a big ego, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go into my mean Dr. Lisa mode so that I can manage this interview with you. Right. And then just totally give myself free reign to not be the way I would normally be. Right. Well, it's a performance. I mean, you know. I don't know. You know, I mean, everything. Yeah, it's a performance. Anything that's, I mean, like, at first, well. I mean, but, uh, everything's a performance if you really, but not really, but I don't know. It's, yeah, especially it's, peeing. Peeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think about that a lot. Yeah. When I'm urinating, who am I performing for? I guess God, right? He's like. <laughs> it's all part, she, of, it's uh, part of the bigger picture. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of in preparation for something else, right? Uh, for another, pre- well, anyway, uh, like, like if, if there's no one there, are you performing? If you're alone, like a tree falls in the wood, if you're not, there's no one well, around, then are you still performing? Right. But let me say this about that, which is that, you know, do you ever do the thing where I find a lot of times when I'm like talking to myself and like thinking things through is that in my head, I'm imagining that I'm talking to someone I know. And it's usually, oh, it's like a small good. set of people. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even that I'm going to like talk to these people in real life about this. It's huh. just that I sometimes like imagine that I'm talking to like, you know, this person or that person. Um, so in a way, I mean, like, is that performing though? But uh, cause also I think like, you know, different people that you meet and that you're around bring out different elements of you, which is probably like why you want right. to be around them. So, right. I, I don't know. know. That's a big super ego thing yeah. too. Yeah. So these are the questions that like, I see the things that I think about and like the thoughts like are like jumping around in my head. But then right. when I go to speak them and not just in this format, like anytime yeah, with people right. all of a sudden like having to verbalize stuff, I'm like, oh shit. Like I think I kind of have all these thoughts like I feel stuff about them but it's hard to like put it together in a like okay like here's like a way where like an essay where it's like okay like here's idea A which goes to idea B goes to idea C I'm just like it's all these ideas and they all kind of like fall in on each other and I don't know yeah so you don't really answer questions with short answers no I mean I could you know (laughs) you just did you you could either get like one word (laughs) you just did it no well I could but yeah 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 well, you know, I mean, like, people give you short answers to, like, questions like this. Like, to me, it just demonstrates the fact that they're, like, not very, um, you know, inward-looking or, like, thoughtful. Uh-huh. I mean, if you're, like, introspective, right? Which is okay. It's the kind of thing, like, again, like, people who aren't introspective, that's totally cool. You don't need to be. But, like, I, that's not the kind of people that, like, I hang out with. But, like, I don't want right. to make it sound like I'm, like, you know, putting people down. But, you know. <laughs> no, 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 you don't. I don't know. See. And sometimes when I start, sometimes when I start talking, I'm just like, man, I sounds like such a fucking asshole. T-shirt I'm gonna make for you that Uh says, um, (laughs) I don't want to sound like I'm putting people down. (laughs) I think that's it. I think we should do that. I'm gonna. Would you Uh, wear that? I'm gonna make that for you. I'm gonna. I would totally wear that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm gonna make you that shirt for the cruise. 
for the cruise to uh, Greece. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one more time. We're, we've got s- like 70 seconds. So I want to tell everybody to go see you perform on Saturday night, right? Um, yeah, oh, and, uh, there, sa- yeah, it's, it's uh, Saturday night, and it's um, 9 p.m. at the gutter. Uh, <laughs> Which gutter? The, it's a bowling alley. It's on like <laughs> it's on like North Fourteenth or something across from like McCarran Park or like around there, uh, and that the Knitting Factory, which is um, you know on Metropolitan in Brooklyn at uh, like eleven thirty or midnight. Is that the Knitting Factory is like at like twelve at like midnight. What time are you going to get home on on on, on Halloween? <laughs> on Halloween, who the fuck knows? <laughs> Like 4 a.m.? Yeah, probably. The last time I saw you was in the daytime, and I think... You see, I'm always running into you and Phil on the street, and it's always when I'm, like, either hungover or, like, coming from someplace that's, like, not my home, or I'm just, like, or I'm just, like, wandering.